welcome to the Maroon Madness Podcast. Alright, I'm just going to go ahead and step forward and apologize. Me and Tyler probably recorded the best episode we have ever made two weeks ago. About an hour long, broke down the standing, had some real good breakdowns of the games, and then all of a sudden, I went to upload to Spotify, and I only brought six minutes of the audio (laughs) over. Well, in that, I deleted my part of the audio that had Tyler's. So, I want to apologize to everybody, and then last week, I have been sick as a dog. I am still sick as a dog, but I can actually have my voice now. But Tyler, welcome back. I'm sorry that I ruined probably our best episode ever. <laughs> yeah, I was going to make a joke, uh, you know, saying that you were just saying things that we couldn't put on the air, but, uh, you know, it could get you in trouble nowadays even joking about it, so I will not say that. <laughs> well, there was some Travis Kelsey and some Jason Kelsey jokes in there that I thought we were actually talking about the Super Bowl, and, and it's quite hilarious some of the conversations we were having. Yeah, lost the time and space, unfortunately, but it's all good. We'll try to get this one out without any issues. I guess we, could, I guess we can say Karma is a guy on the Cougars. No, week. we're not going to say that. Um, and I hope that this audio gets lost as well as of this point. Already starting on a bad note. <laughs> well, let's start on a good note and even a better note. So, baseball. We're both huge baseball fans. I know this has been a primary basketball podcast, but we just want to mention the baseball team just to start the podcast off. How about this 7-0 start? I know they haven't really played anybody huge, but to get two sweeps, you know what I mean? The, the pitching's been awesome. Always had a perfect game the other day. The offense has been at, just out, just slugging the ball. You got batters batting over 400, batters batting over 500. You know what I mean? The ball's flying out in Patriots Point. You know what I mean? This is the type of team that you want to see, you know what I mean, in a college Charleston uniform. And hopefully Chad can keep that going the rest of the year. I mean, yeah, you know, it's been a long time since Charleston's really competed for anything of note. And uh, I know they had a good team a couple of years ago, but fizzled out in the conference tournament. And, you know, it's, uh, it's a strong baseball heritage in the state. And, you know, we've got... Uh, two teams that have won national championships uh, within the last 15 years. And, you know, you've, you've got Clemson that tries to do something good every now and then. And, um, you know, even even some of these other programs around uh, that, you know, are, are smaller schools but are SOCON products. You know, Citadel's made a trip to Omaha. And I know Charles has made a couple super regionals at times and, um, and, and been real competitive in a lot of regionals. So, it's time to get back to the tournament. Uh, you know, now is as good a time as ever. So, seven zero starts help. Uh, the way that the guys are looking helps, um, and just need to put it all together come conference play and and try to get an automatic bid and see if uh, you know maybe even at large is possible as well. Yeah, I was about to bring that up. If there's one thing that the CAA is good at, it's baseball. You know what I mean? We had two teams make it mm-hmm. in last year with Northeastern and UNCW oh, yeah. bringing on Campbell this year, a team that's, you know what I mean, Campbell's historically, you know, the top 25 team. Yeah. They've hosted regionals in the past. Just to bring that in and, you know I mean, they just, you know, they played Coastal tonight, lost a nail-biter, I think, 6-3. Good game, watched a couple minutes of it. But, you know what I mean, just bringing that on, and, you know what I mean, that's what we're talking about, like, when it comes to basketball, moving to a different conference to have that chance to have 
you know what I mean, and, and, and qualifier and there's some at-large bids. But if, like I said, one thing that we can absolutely love with baseball, this colonial, or not even colonial, this coastal athletic association, um, when it comes to baseball, if you play well and you um, win and you're top two or three in the in the conference and then you win your non-con games, win those midweek games, you know I mean, you're sitting in a real good time come um, selection Monday for um, around Memorial Day and all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it'd be really fun to see something like see them back in the thing. I mean, uh, it, it really does feel like when they do get in, you know, they're always a team that's competing on the last day and trying to get into a super. And, um, I mean, just the more the more to cheer about. It's always best. Always. If you have any Cougar athletic to cheer on deep into the summer and then it shortens that gap in between baseball to back to basketball season for sure next year. But talk, but talking about basketball, how about this situation we are in now? Big shout out to the Campbell Fighting <laughs> Camels for taking down UNC double UNCW last night double overtime to um, shape up a what could be a fun week for the Hoosiers. Yeah, I mean uh, it, it's very fitting. I think that they're the next next team on the docket for us, um, and. You know, it's going to be, I mean, a chance for a regular season title on the line. Of course, that doesn't mean as much as it used to mean, uh, thanks to the NIT. But, um, you know, I think this is a team that, I don't know, I mean, we don't know what they're going to look at when it comes to bringing people into the NIT. But uh, if there's still any weight maybe at all on regular season titles, if we don't win the games that we need to win here um, in a couple weeks, um, you know, I, I still think there's a strong enough resume maybe to sneak in there. But, um, you know, getting that regular season title, going to put another banner up, something to kind of recruit on. Uh, it's it's huge, and uh, I, I think this year it's you know very very possible that it's going to be a, uh, a a solo title. You know, we shared it last year um, in the regular season, but um, having it solo, no one else having a claim to it, is pretty sweet as well. The chance to it, the chance for yeah, it. Let me say that. No doubt about it. And like I said, we had a thirty win team last year. Um, we're sitting at what twenty two wins this year. You know, I mean that's one thing that that thirty one team can't say, like you said, that you know I mean they had to share that title with Hofstra. Hofstra got the tiebreaker for the one win that they got against us last year. And then that heartbreaking loss to Delaware on the road last year. But like you said, we're in a good situation and you know, I mean we didn't want on the road this week, had a, a game at at Townsend and at Delaware. We could jump straight into that Delaware game. You know what I mean? We're coming off of Monday. This is um, a short week for us. You know what I mean? And some rough, you know what I mean? Some travel. You got to go up to the Northeast. You never know what the travel is going to be like going up there. You know what I mean? Delaware throws this out as a blackout. Townsend throws their game out as, a, as their autism awareness blowout game. You know what I mean? It, it's when, when College Charleston comes to town, it's, um, it's your Super Bowl time. And College Charleston definitely came out with some chip on their shoulder. And I'm enjoying this new look, new look Cougars. Um, you know, I mean, we switched up the um, rotation a little bit. CJ Fulton was battling a foot injury in the William and Mary game, but you know, what I mean, he comes back this game, still does not start, and still has Kobe Rogers in that starting lineup. You know, what I mean, the minutes are still, you know, what I mean, well, we've always talked about this these Cougars teams. You know, what I mean, these players are so universal; they do not care if they start. They do not care what minutes they got. They, all they do is care about winning. You know what I mean? Frankie's mentioning it every time that he comes off the court. You know what I mean? All I do when I came to Charleston, I want to win. You know what I mean? He, just that veteran leadership. You know what I mean? And CJ, it's the same thing. 
He started all year. He started from game one. In these last three games, he's coming off the bench. You know what I mean? And this Cougars offense and slash defense has looked like a whole brand new team altogether. You know what I mean? Kobe's speeding up that first team at that point guard. You know what I mean? It looked a little out of control against William and Mary, but going into Delaware, you know what I mean? It, we're back on track. You know what I mean? 90 points, holding Delaware to 71 points. You know what I mean? Just to see that Cougar defense clicking, that's a big thing that we were talking about earlier in the year, that defense is interesting. And now definitely in these past couple games, we're starting to see it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, like you said, it is a little bit out of control against Swim and Mary. Uh, anytime you're kind of changing up something significant in some of your lines, um, especially at the point guard position, um, it, it is going to be a little bit shaky. Um, but, you know, seeing him, especially in this Delaware outing, uh, you know, having going 8 for 12, 20 points, um, you know, it, it's pretty good to see. Um that's one thing, you know, I mean, he's going to put points up. That's one thing Fulton isn't going to do necessarily. Um, you know, Fulton's going to give you, you know, half a dozen or so um, on a good night. Um, no problem there. Uh, that's just his brand, and he does his brand well. Um, but it is good to see a guy that can just take the ball and score. Um, we had a couple guys like that last year. Larson was like that last year, um, and, and it – was really big in some of these tight games, uh, namely like, like the Wilmington game last year, where he could just take the ball and score out of the point guard position, and and I think that is going to be something that's so important, and when these games get more meaningful um, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, just to have that dog on offense, and like I said, Kobe, he's missed games this year from having injuries, but then he you know, the first game back every time, he's that dog. You know, he's right in the middle of everything. Um, then, like you said, look at CJ. He's slowing down that second team. That second team's like, yeah, uh, we got a lot of young players on that with James Scott, Khalil London, Jordan Crawford. You know what I mean? Getting them to, um, I mean, settle down, breathe. You know what I mean? Jordan Crawford, he has that, he's like one of those one speed beats. He goes full in or full out. You know what I mean? Just have CJ, that floor general on the, on the court with him. And that second, um, second, I wouldn't even call him like, bench players our second line with our hmm. hockey line straight offense and you look at his line it, it's once again we're looking at cj at cj line five points four rebounds six assists only one turnover you know what i mean he's the floor general and just takes care of the ball you know what i mean he only plays 17 minutes i mean like i said where he's a little bit limited because that foot but nobody in this game plays over 23 minutes rain smith once again leading the team in minutes you know what I mean, like we said, and like we're going to keep harping, this rotation of having a team that's going to play 10 deep like this, when we get the, the world, like, we're two weeks away from it. You know what I mean? And we're going to get eight days off from our last home home game into our first tournament game. Since we have locked up a first four seed no matter what, you know what I mean? That right there to those eight days of rest and all this rest that the team has got, I mean, that's going to pay off hard in March, no doubt about it. Yeah, and we've been saying that all year. I mean, we've put 12 guys on the floor. Uh, granted, it helps when you're winning by 20, you know, almost 20 points, um, especially on the road. But it, it's going to be such a critical thing. I mean, they are – they're going to be rested, like you said, eight days off, running 12 guys, 10 to 12 guys a game. It is going to be that, – that is going to be the biggest – the biggest – 
piece, the biggest key to the to the puzzle for the Cougars, um, like you said, in two weeks. Um, we've been saying it for months now, and and it's just I feel like day by day, week by week, it's just showing its face so much more prevalently uh, with each passing game. One thing we haven't mentioned when we're talking about the defense, and you know, I mean, that's a crazy thing to think about. We're talking about defense with this team compared to this straight straight to offense. This team for this against this Delaware team, we shoot fifty one percent from the field, forty percent from three. You know what I mean? Our free throws a little shaky, sixty percent. But I guess when you're shooting over fifty percent, no, field, no excuses. Uh, Got to get those numbers up. It, that that no, you can't have sixty percent. True, not at all. True, a lot of front end misses too on those when it comes to one and ones and stuff like that. But let's see this team. You know what I mean? This offense is just on fire right now. Four players again in double figures. Um, at a lot point, the, the scoring column's full. We got a seven, we got an eight, you got a six, you got a five. You know what I mean? A couple threes. You know what I mean? This team just it. When this Charleston team gets rolling when it comes to offense, they're rolling. You know what I mean? We're about to get – and we're going to talk about a game where they really were rolling. You know what I mean? We're just going to roll straight into Townsend. <laughs> and, you know what I mean, the offense got off the bus. And, you know what I mean, I, I've been watching college basketball for a long time. Tyler, when's the last time you heard somebody shot 68% from three in a game? Uh, I don't know. I feel like we've done that a couple times, to be honest with you. Um, Dayton versus College of Charleston first round in IT was it close to that? Because <laughs> it felt like it was close to that. <laughs> I think I think there was a stat out there. This is the first time that a team has shot like that high percentage in all of the NCAA since a CAA team did it last, and that was Townsend. I guess two or three years ago. It, it's crazy just to see that this occurrence has happened. You know what I mean with. And it's both of these teams that were involved in yeah. this game. And the other team is the one that actually That's did funny. it last time. That's and it's funny, wild. too. I mean, we've been talking about, you know, we take too many threes. We take too many threes, we know. And then, finally, we take 22 threes, make 68.2% of them. But only score 72 points, which I thought was kind of crazy. Like, my, I, I, uh, I actually missed this game because um, I was out and about, and it was an early game. And my dad, you know, being the Cougar alum, he, he texted me. And he goes, did you see, did you see the shooting percentage? And um, I saw we only scored 72 points, and I was shocked that we shot 68.2%. Um, so kind of weird. Like, I would expect if we were pushing 100 points with that kind of that kind of shooting percentage from three. But, you know, at the same time, that's pretty much all they shoot is threes. So I went back and watched this game a second time just to, like, like you said, um, I was at work when all this was going on, so I, I had an ear on it, but I was also watching at the same time. Um, the Cougars definitely showed in this game. Granted, we we take 46 shots. You know what I mean? We played a little bit to Townsend's level when it comes to pace. You know what I mean? There was times when the pace picked up, but there were some times where we had our lulls that we've had throughout the year. But, you know what I mean? The ball movement in this game and just... 17 assists on 25 main shots. I didn't mention it in the Delaware game. Had 20 assists that game. Like I said, when this team is moving the ball and they're playing inside mm-hmm. out, and John Fanta mentioned this in the game, the Cougars in these two games had only taken one or two mid-range shots. 
The Cougars right now are so focused in on pounding the paint with Ante, Frankie. You know what I mean? Rain's starting to drive a little bit. Kobe's pushing in. He was 8 for 12, and all the 12 for those shots were in the, you know what I mean, in that 10-foot uh, box. You know what I mean? This Cougar team, they're they're pushing hard on you, and then they're kicking it out to our shooters with rain on the on the three-point line, four for five from this game. Frankie, three for five. Kobe, two for two. You know what I mean? Ben Burnham, three for three. When this team starts shooting threes and starts playing that inside-out game, we've always said this Cougar team is going to be a hard team to beat. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's a good brand of basketball for just about any school. Um, just the way that, you know, with how fast um, Kelsey likes to play and how and just his style, the the more you do, the more you move the ball around, it's so lethal because the ball's there, next thing you know it's not, and the next thing you know the shot's up. And when you're shooting 68.2%, good things happen. Kelsey talks about being a big Skip Prosser fan. I'm wondering if Skip Prosser was a big um, Coach Pop a disciple because just the way that, you know what I mean, just watching Coach Pop and how he developed those teams, you know what I mean, in the early 2000s with Manu and Tony Parker mm-hmm. and Tim Duncan. And I'm a huge San Antonio Spurs fan. And, you know what I mean? This that brain of basketball I'll watch Kelsey play reminds me a lot of that. Those team and the dominant runs they went off. You know what I mean, where they win five, six championships in a matter of like 10 to 12 years, you know what I mean, with a big man that down low, Ante, you know, that, that can shoot the ball just like Tim mm-hmm. Duncan could. Then you had your shooters. You have, you have a point guard, Tony Parker, you know what I mean, CJ Fulton, Kobe Rogers, and that one shooter, Mono, you know what I mean, it, it's an international guy. And you got um, Rain Smith. You know what I mean? That's what this team reminds me a lot of is this early 2000s San Antonio Spurs team that is the same thing with them. If the ball was moving around, you mean everybody touched the ball every time down the court. And this one thing that, that Cougars have been noticing do. And once again, this game you're seeing it more. CJ plays 20 minutes. He plays more with that second team on the court. You know what I mean? And it, it, I don't think these teams are realizing – you know what I mean? They're, they're so used to a slower pace game at the beginning with CJ at the start. And all of a sudden, you had Kobe just charging at you. You know what I mean? Kobe started this game off with a Haley walk to the basket almost on the, one of the first two possessions. You know what I mean? Townsend just wasn't ready for his speed and for just the inside out. And Townsend, they dominated us last time we played them. They controlled the ball in and out. And they, they from the tip, they controlled it, but this Charleston team came out with a chip on their shoulder. We're ready to play. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, just talking about, um, you know, some of the Spurs teams, I mean, it, it does add up. You know, we've got, you know, a lot of international players there. you got you got Croatia. You've got Australia. you got Ireland. Um, and, and that's just in, in our usual starting lineup. So, I mean, you might really be onto something there. But, um, like I said, we're talking about CJ. Once again, has five assists, zero turnovers. I want to talk about his assist turnover ratio right now. We're sitting at 4.76. He has a .6 lead over the next closest person. The career assist turnover record in the NCAA is 4.65 for a career. So what CJ's doing right now, 
is what we're seeing is something legendary. It's not, you know I mean? I wouldn't even call it a lead anymore. Just this assist to turnover ratio. I know it's not over his whole career. But what CJ is doing this year with his assist to turnover ratio and being that main driver and that ball controller for us is absolutely legendary with that 4.6 level. Yeah, for sure. I mean, those are those are numbers that they they are tough to beat. And and I mean, it's just you get guys like that, especially the position that he plays, that isn't going to turn it over. It is it is so good to have. You know, I'm glad to have him on our team instead of on the other sideline. No doubt about it. And when we have the team this game, we turned the ball over 13 times. That's not good. That's a lot. That's 13 missed possessions, like you said. Maybe we have less of those turnovers. Council's always a scrappy team. You know what I mean? They're going to play good defense. No doubt about it. But that's right there where you're talking about where's the 100 points. It's just turnovers were high this game. And when you're playing against a team that's like Townsend, you know what I mean? That's just going to happen. Granted, this Cougar team only averages under 10 a game normally. But that's something we can look forward to. And, you know what I mean? As long as CJ's on the court, I'm not worried about turnovers, especially with this team. When we move the ball so fast, there's simple slips that can happen that, you know what I mean? The ball just can't oh, yeah. take him. And that's part of the Yeah. Defense. I mean, honestly, when you're, when you're looking at the history of this rivalry, giving up. You know, you know, or just scoring seventy-two points is is pretty good. You know, we've been we've been much worse places for sure in this in this matchup right here. Um, Forty. Uh, I just don't want to talk about it. Other than what I, I don't want to talk about any more than what I've already said. All right, so let's go into this week. Let's go into scenarios. Like I said, we mentioned at the beginning of the show. UNCW loses on the road in double overtime to Campbell, 105 to 101, I think. So, opens up the door for outright CAA title with one win. All we need, one win. Two games this week, we should win both. That would be nice. Uh, would be nice, no doubt. You know what I mean? Um, we're 13-3. and three. We win both games this week. We're fifteen to three. Comparing to last year, we were sixteen to two. That's crazy to know. You know, what I mean, this team, um, like we said throughout the whole year, this team has the build-up to be better than last year's team, but just the veteran status of last year's team destroys this team. And to see this team and what this team could be if we bring back everybody next year, knowing we're we could be fifteen to three this year. Wow, is all I can say. Yeah, um, it, it, I think you should, we said it at points too along the season that kind of pretty much exactly what you said is that this team has almost shown in spurts that it could be better than last year's team, um, and then like and you hit the nail on the head where there is just a little bit of that that veteran status that we're missing that that really kind of kept it consistency you know day in and day out. But um, but overall, I mean, there's there's so much talent, so much depth, uh, so much pieces that are you know better. Maybe maybe it's not that this team is. I mean, is the rest of the conference worse? I don't know, but um, I mean, there's just so much to look at this team where this almost seemed inevitable. You know, we talked about how you know our our depth was going to just kind of at the end of the day just have us there at the end. 
Um, and, and that's almost kind of what is happening, you know, just with the standings, you know, we've just, we've grew, we've pushed through and here we are two games left, two game lead, just need to win one to clinch it out. The games that we've survived, you know what I mean? There's games that you look back the first weave of Mary game, the second weave of Mary game, you know what I mean? There's games that, as they would say, Mark survived in advance conference season, just survive and make it to the next one. Like I said, every time we end a podcast, let's go one to know. Yeah. One to know. You know I mean, just the point of, you know, I mean, the play of the game, how it is. Like Coach Kelsey always, this is that every press conference he has, he goes, I do not look. And I think that's the one good thing about this team is that he, he assigns different coaches different games. So, you know what I mean? The, the scouting doesn't fall on the whole, you know what I mean, coaching staff. You know what I mean? One coach can focus on this game one coach can focus on this game and that helps go into a game where coaches say hey we're focused on this game look at this coach he's done all the research he's um he's broken down the, the team this is where we need to go yeah and i think that pays off a lot with this cougar team because that lightens the load on everybody you know what i mean you don't have coaches working over hard you have coaches where they can focus on one game at a time and, you know what I mean, we just keep moving, moving, moving. And, you know what I mean, like I said, let's kick your team. Uh, there's so many scenarios of everything that can happen under us. I don't even want to get those. <laughs> I was hoping that somebody would give me all the scenarios today. And um, the statistics for how this conference could finish, there's a chance that Stony Brook at 9-7 and seven, sitting right now in sixth place could finish in third. You know yeah. what I mean? And there's teams like Campbell that are seven and nine. If they went out this week, they could jump all the way up. You know what I mean? Sixth, well, like mm-hmm. fifth place. You know what I mean? There's so many things this week that could happen with this conference. Just like you said, it's a log jam. You're looking at UNCW 11 and five. Drexel and Hofstra are right there with them. Townsend's sitting at 10 and six. You have three teams at nine and seven, two teams at seven and nine, two at five and 11. And then William and Mary and Hampton fighting it out for the bottom two. You know what I mean? There's just, I don't, you know what I mean? Thank God that we're, that we're just fans, Tyler, and we're not part of the tiebreaker scenarios and have to figure out what the heck and what seeds everybody's oh, yeah. going to be. Uh, that, that is, that helps me get a lot more sleep at night for sure. So, uh, very glad to not have to deal with all of that stuff. And what would really give me a really good sleep Thursday night was we played a Campbell fighting camels you know what i mean they're they're coming off a short week but they're coming off a oh, yeah. win. last time we play them we do, we dominated them we win 90 mm-hmm. to 67 you know what i mean like i said but they played their best game of the year last last night against uncw thank god we didn't record this last night because we wouldn't know about yeah. all these situations now and now knowing this situation where we're sitting at with Calvin Strawson and positive yeah. One thing I have to mention about this Campbell team, I'm looking at the boss score right now against USCW. You have three players that played over 40 minutes. You have two players that played 30 minutes. And then off the bench, they only have a 23-minute player and a 14-minute player and an 8-minute mm-hmm. player. So when I say they're going to be tired, they're going to be tired from what I've heard of the couple injuries. Anthony DeSoro was beat up in by Tenzerian White in that and there's one of those overtimes, you know what I mean? It was just, it was a physical, it was, a, it was just, it was a typical conference. 
Um, That's February for you. Players, everything's on the line, and these players know it. You know what I mean? Same thing with UNCW, Tanzania and White. Shoots the ball 26 times, 38 points, nine rebounds. Oh, yeah. 46 minutes. How's this going to, you know what I mean? They have to play Hofstra this coming in the Thursday. That's a big game for them. You know what I mean? They're tied right there with Hofstra. You know what I mean? There's a chance UNCW could fall to the fifth this seed and not have a bye. Man, you know that, they be, they that would be awful. This, that would be absolutely I would hate cool. that. I would hate that I would for hate them. I wouldn't want that to happen at all. Um, Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, sure. <laughs> we're both, we're both, we're both like, we would love to see UNCW lose both games. But like I said, um, going into the Campbell called crossing game, this Campbell team, they're going to come in beat up, but you know what I mean? Are they going to, that's the biggest thing is they have their game legs under them. We haven't played since Saturday. We had to travel a lot. It's not that far of a travel from Campbell to Collins Charlton. You know what I mean? Maybe they're going to come up. They, you know what I mean? They're feeling good. You know what I mean? What kind of Campbell team are we going to see? We know this Campbell team, when they want to, can be one of the best defensive teams mm-hmm. in the country. We saw that. Last time they played us, you know what I mean? They, they hold us to um, they hold us 30% from three. You know I mean? We're shooting a lot better than that. That game also against them last time, we shoot 43s. You know what I mean? Compared to 69 shots yeah. overall. Um, Typical Cougar basketball. <laughs> once again, we, we scored for 90 points that game. But, you know what I mean? This team needs to be playing that inside-out game. We almost had six players in double figures against them last time. Um, big game for Benny Bucket, 16 points. Um, was the offensive and defensive minutes. Both sides only played 17 minutes that game. This is one of those we, that was part of that week where you know what I mean we just absolutely ran. We played 16 players both games. You know what I mean? That's what I want to see yeah. this week. I want to see us. I mean let's let's win a let's win a conference title on Thursday and let's celebrate. Let's get all the players in. Let them all play. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. We're going to go into a senior night. We're going to go into a senior night on Saturday. That could mean you know what I mean it's going to mean. It could mean absolutely nothing for us. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're, uh, Hofstra comes in the TV arena. It's the last game of the year. Um, it's the last game in front of the, our home fans. You know what I mean? I know we like to travel. We travel really well, and we will travel really well to D.C. But, you know what I mean? we got to send off our our seniors. I think, well, we got Bryce Butler, and I don't know who all – a lot of juniors I mean, on this team. players that could leave. Like I said, there is a lot of juniors on the team. I know Bryce Butler is one of our seniors. Um, so we got Bryce Butler. I think there was Shelly? two. Is he not a senior? Oh, yeah. And, and yeah, Frankie Bolichelli. So, I mean, we got two seniors. We're going to recognize two transfers into the program. You know what I mean? Um, it's a big game for them. You know what I mean? Frankie Lee came to Charleston on um, singer night last year, and he said that's the reason why um, he ended up com- coming to Charleston. It's just the electricity in that building when we beat him. Yeah. I also hope that we, uh, you know, tied for the for the regular season title as well. That was a that was a bit of a of a boost for the crowd for sure. 
No, that means you were we were um both in in attendance for that game and it was an awesome game to be there. I mean just to see Kelsey address the crowd. Me and you look at Matt Roberts, tell him to get the checkbook out. He opened the checkbook, <laughs> you know. But to go back to the game, you know, I mean this isn't gonna be the same Hofstra team we saw the first uh, first game of conference play. I mean, we're playing them the first game and the last game. Speedy Claxton, you know how Speedy can be. He he gonna bitch, 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 bitch. And um, he has a big game on Thursday. He's got it. And I've said that the UNCW College Charleston road trip in this conference is probably one of the hardest road trips to do. When you got to play UNCW at Trask and then Charleston at TD Arena, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? It's just, it's crazy to have to play in those two environments. Back to back, it's like almost playing at in the ACC. If you have to go Duke, Carolina, back to back, you know what I mean? It's just, it's not fair. It really isn't when you have to play the two best environments in one conference. But this Hofstra team could have a lot on the line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They could be looking at the number two seed. They could be looking at, you know what I mean, trying to keep a bye. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not sure what the situation is going to be. A lot of that's going to have to do with Thursday yeah. and what happens. But, you know what I mean, Tyler Thomas, he's averaging 22 points a game, top five in the country. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But this Hofstra team has a very, very short bench, and this team's always had a short bench. They're only going to run, you know what I mean, six, seven guys. Yeah. That you only have uh, – you only have seven to average double figures, but when I say double um, double digits, you're looking at six having 20, 21 plus minutes a game and then two at six. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those situations, like I said, you know what I mean? If we blow out Campbell, you know what I mean? Our starters are going to play 20-something minutes, and then that's half the game. Hofstra's going to have to have a dog fight with UNCW. Once again, we're going to get a a tired team coming in, Charles. Oh, yeah, real nice. And as long as you're stop, stopping Dubar and Thomas, the two-headed monster, you know, I mean, anything can happen. But, you know, I mean, let's, no doubt, we'll focus on Thursday, and then we'll get to the game Saturday. Like I said, yes, it would be nice to win this game on Saturday. I know there was a graphic that popped up. Um, uh, the house at Crestville. Yeah. Coach Kelsey is one um, one game away from tying the the what's it the the two win or two seasons win total for most wins in in college cross mm-hmm. history. So you know what I mean. I know Coach Kelsey talks huge on Coach Crest and. I know Coach Grant has always been one of those coaches that anytime a coach comes to Charleston, he reaches out, has breakfast with them on a normal basis. I think Coach Kelsey says they have breakfast at least yeah. once a week. So I know that Coach Kelsey, uh, like it's, like we mentioned back earlier, he's a big script, Skip Prosser um, fanatic. He, he, that was his mentor. Coach Crest becoming another one of his mentors how about that for you know, just two people to learn the game from? And then just everywhere Coach Kelsey's been, I mean, it, you know, we're lucky to have Coach. There's no doubt about it. Uh, there's been some rumors flying around about 
different jobs opening up and different um, places that, you know what I mean, are looking very interesting to coach, no doubt about it. I know Xavier is being talked about maybe opening back up, and that's a job that as Cougar fans we don't yeah, want to see happen. Definitely not. Um, um, but we're going to live in the moment, and um, – if Coach gets both of these wins this year, we now have a new record for most wins in a two-year span, which is absolutely crazy thinking about where we were at my freshman year. We won nine yeah. games. And you're, you know, you're talking about less than – granted, this, this this team has more winnings, more 20-win seasons in Division One than we do 20-loss seasons or even single-digit – win seasons, but you know what I mean, to win what, 55, 60 games in a two-year span, there's very few schools in the country that do Oh, yeah. And I'm happy to be in that elite. Yeah, especially right at now. this level, I feel like it's even harder to do that. Especially with NIL and different things going on, um, like you said, it's harder and harder to do that. But like I said, going into this week, Tyler, let's um, wrap up a conference title on Thursday, and then let's just get a you know let's get a fun singer night win on Saturday. You know, I mean, have the guys come out, just be loose, uh, have, you know, I mean, just play with a a fire on their back, knowing that they're going to have a nice eight day span where they get to relax. You know, what I mean, we're number one seed. Um, I think we're pretty much going to lock up the number one seed no matter what. I have a feeling. Yeah, there's a good chance. You know what I mean? That gives you a lot. And that gives you a lot of advantage how this conference tournament sets up. You know what I mean? Number one seed plays on that Sunday at noon. So you're talking about playing Sunday at noon. Then Monday for semifinals, you don't have to play till mm-hmm. 630. That just gives you, that gives you a full 24 hours of rest compared to some of these teams that if you're the number two seed, you play the last game of the night. Yeah, it's huge. You're not done till 11, 12 o'clock. Uh, getting back into your hotel room and you're back on the court at 7.30, getting ready to play another game. So, you know, I mean, just the extra rest you get inside the conference tournament. Like I said, and with this team that we have and this uh, rotation that we have, any extra um Rest we get, it's just dangerous for anybody. Else. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I guess we'll, um, you know, what I mean, we get, we'll, we'll see where we need to record the next couple of days. We'll, uh, we'll definitely come out and we'll probably do a recap of just these two games yeah, maybe yeah. next week. I'll reach out, see if we can get a couple guests. Let's do. We can try try to do a roundtable to preview the. Um, conference tournament and then we'll, we'll we'll have some fun with this and we'll figure out what we're going to do during the conference tournament but for now that's going to be this week's the, the Cougar the Maroon Madness podcast you know what I mean our city go Cougs and let's go get a let's go get that uh, banner oh yeah up. first banner first of the first of many uh, for the season so uh, like you say go Cougs alright thanks Tyler